Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to Literary Escapes Podcast, where we travel the world one book at a time. Today, I have a reader request for an escape. So let's see where we're going today. I hope you enjoy the show. Today, we have another reader escape, and I have Sheila with us. And we are going to escape to where, Uh, Sheila? We're going to Alaska. All right. I have never been to Alaska before. Have you? I have been there once. We took a cruise before my first son was born, kind of like a delayed honeymoon. And um, so very short. And it was so long ago. I almost feel like I wasn't actually there. (laughs) (laughs) know you spend at least half the time on the ship and then two, mm-hmm. I don't know. it was good it was fun I want to go back I'd like I have to go to Alaska yeah and I have technically been to all 50 states but I feel like I need to go to Alaska again to like really really count it yeah that's, I can understand that yeah that's it's definitely on my list of places I'd like to go so so tell me what your first genre is that you wanted a book recommendation for I really like historical fiction. Excellent. I have two books that I chose for you for historical fiction, but they're both by the same author. Okay. And so the first one is um, the first one is The Snow Child. The author is Eowyn Ivy. Let's see. So give you a little blurb on The Snow Child. Alaska, 1920, a brutal place to homestead and especially tough for recent arrivals, Jack and Mabel. Childless, they are drifting apart. He breaking under the weight of the work of the farm. She crumbling from loneliness and despair. In a moment of levity during the season's first snowfall, they build a child out of snow. The next morning, the snow child is gone, but they glimpse a young blonde haired girl running through the trees. This little girl who calls herself Faina seems to be a child of the woods. She hunts with a red fox at her side, skims lightly across the snow, and somehow survives alone in the Alaskan wilderness. As Jack and Mabel struggle to understand this child who could have stepped out of the pages of a fairy tale, they come to love her as their own daughter. But in this beautiful, violent place, things are rarely as they appear. And what they eventually learn about Faina will transform all of them. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So that was um, the author, Eowyn Ivy. That was her first book. And it was a Pulitzer Prize not, um, finalist. Okay. And her second book that she wrote, which was also acclaimed, um, I don't think it was Pulitzer Prize, Prize winning or anything, but it was also, you know, well done. So this one is called The Bright Edge of the World. In the winter of 1885, decorated war hero Colonel Alan Forrester leads a small band of men on an expedition that has been deemed impossible to venture up the Wolverine Pass and pierce the vast untamed Alaska territory. Leaving behind Sophie, his newly pregnant wife, Colonel Forrester records his extraordinary experiences in hopes that his journal will reach her if he doesn't return. Once he passes beyond the edge of the the known world, there's no telling what awaits him. The Wolverine River Valley is not only breathtaking and forbidding, but also terrifying in ways that the Colonel and his men never could have imagined. 
as they map the territory and gather information on the native tribes whose understanding of the natural world is unlike anything they have ever encountered, Forrester and his men discover the blurred lines between human and wild animal, the living and the dead. And while the men knew they would face starvation and danger, they cannot escape the sense that something greater and some greater mysterious force threatens their lives. I know those both sound a little like almost scary. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. Alaska is pretty wild and crazy. But... It is. And this, she seems to um, capture that pretty well because mm-hmm. when, when you hear about Alaska, you hear about how wild it is. Right. And so these two books seem to really um, resonate with that. So Eowyn, the author, she was raised in Alaska and she continues to live there with her husband and her two daughters. She was a bookseller for a long time in Palmer, Alaska. And prior to that, she was a reporter. So she's been either a writer or with books pretty much her whole life, it sounds right. like. Yeah. Um, and it seems like in both of these stories, Alaska's almost kind of one of the main characters. Right. As I say, she probably knows Alaska pretty well if she's lived there that long. Exactly. And she probably knows like some of the legends and, you know, some of the stories from Alaska. So I had a hard time choosing which of those. So I figured I'd just throw out both of them for you. Right. You know, I'm always good for plenty more books. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So what was your second genre? My second genre is mystery. Okay, this one I chose um, a book by a gentleman named John Straley. It is called The Woman Who Married a Bear. (laughs) Cecil Younger, local Alaskan investigator, is neither good at his job nor at staying sober. When an old Tlingit woman woman, hires him to discover why her son, a big game guide, was murdered, he takes the case without much conviction that he'll discover anything the police have missed. He really just needs the cash. But after someone tries to kill him, Younger finds himself traveling across Alaska to ferret out the truth in the midst of conspiracies, politics, and Tlingit mythology. I drama meets local color as Cecil Younger works to uncover the motive and the identity of the killer. This is the first in a series with the Cecil Younger, Alaskan okay. investigator. And they look like they were pretty fun. That makes me think of, I read a series by Margaret Coel, I think her name was, and it was set on an Indian reservation in Wyoming. So oh. that like with the, the, um, the white priest who was there and then like the Indian Native Americans right. who lived on the reservation and just the different mixing of the cultures. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, that was a good series too. So that sounds good. Nice. So John Straley, the author, um, He never saw himself living in Alaska. Now he can't see himself living anywhere else. He knows the weather and the wild of the place. What the wind will bring, the give of the muskig underfoot. He has met the characters that fill his books. He owns a lot of raincoats. (laughs) It did rain one of the days we were in Alaska. (laughs) So it sounds like there's the potential for a little levity in there. I don't know that, but it just sounds like there could be. Sounds um, he good. sounds like he could weave a good tale for you at, at the very least. <laughs> so your third genre that you want. My third genre is realistic fiction. 
realistic fiction, I went with The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. Mm, I like her. Okay. I've not read her before, um, but this one sounded like it was probably um, a really good one. So Alaska, 1974. Ernst Albright came back from Vietnam. The Vietnam War changed a volatile man. When he loses yet another job, he makes the impulsive decision to move his wife and daughter north where, where they will live off the grid in America's last true frontier. Cora will do anything for the man she loves, even if it means following him into the unknown. 13-year-old daughter Lenny, caught in the riptide of her parents' passionate, stormy relationship, has little choice but to go along. Daring to hope this new land promises her family a better future. In the wild, remote corner of Alaska, the Albrights find a fiercely independent community of strong men and even stronger women. The long, sunlit days and generosity of the locals make up for the newcomers' lack of preparation and dwindling resources. But as winter approaches and darkness descends, Ernst's fragile mental state deteriorates. Soon the perils outside pale in comparison to the threats from within. In their small cabin, covered in snow, blanketed in 18 hours of night, Lenny and her mother learn the terrible truth. They are on their own. Oh. <laughs> I know. What Alaska is with Alaska, too. man? <laughs> I know, maybe, right? <laughs> maybe I don't want to go to Alaska. <laughs> I don't know that I'd want to move there. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the daylight. <laughs> yeah. The long summers, maybe. Yeah, the summer. Yeah. No, that sounds good. I do like Kristen Hanna. I haven't read any of hers in the f several years. Okay. So that one is was one that I had looked at before because it's Kristen Hanna, which I like. And it was in right. Alaska, exactly. which I also think yeah. I like <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe not anymore I don't know <laughs> hopefully they, hopefully they're not all as uh, tragic as they sound right so. we shall see <laughs> we shall see so what is your fourth genre that you my fourth for? genre is romance so this one I feel like we're not gonna get horribly brutal with it so I awesome. feel like this might be the um the one that redeems Alaska for us. <laughs> so your book is called The Tourist Attraction by Sarah Morgenthaler. So here's the little blurb on it. He had a strict no tourists policy until she broke all his own, all of his rules. When Graham Barrett named his diner the tourist trap, he meant it as a joke. Now he's stuck slinging reindeer dogs to an endless parade of resort visitors who couldn't interest him less, not even the sweet enthusiastic tourist in the corner who blushes every time he looks her way. Two weeks in Alaska isn't just the top of Zoe Caldwell's bucket list, it's the whole bucket list. One look at the mountain town of Moose Springs and she's smitten, but when an act of kindness brings Zoe into Graham's world, she may just find that there's more to the grumpy local than meets the eye and more to love in Moose Springs than just the Alaskan wilderness. So that one sounds like it could be a lot of fun. Exactly. We'll bring a little bit more light back into it. Exactly. <laughs> so the, the author here, Sarah Mo Morgenthaler, here's her bio. Geologist, which is interesting. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a good rom-com writer, but <laughs> it sounds like she's got it down. So geologist and life lifelong science nerd. Sarah Morgenthaler is a passionate supporter of chocolate chip cookies, geeking out over rocks, and playing with her rescue pit bull, Sammy. 
when not writing romantic comedy and contemporary romance set in far off places, she could be found traveling with her husband, hiking national parks and enjoying her own happily ever after. Oh, sounds very nice. Yeah, so it sounds like she could probably weave a lovely tale for you. So, huh, awesome. and this one is the first of three books so far oh. in the, what was the name of the town? Moose, Moose Springs. Okay, Moose good. Springs series. So nice. um, if you like that first one, then I think that you are in for a good treat with a couple of more behind it. So I can hang out around, hang out in Moose Springs in for a while. Springs, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> So I'm going to go through your choices again. So the first one, historical fiction, The Bright Edge of the World by Eowyn Ivey. Still in historical fiction, our second choice was Snow Child by Eowyn Ivey. Uh, second genre was Mystery, The Woman Who Married a Bear by John Straley. Um, realistic fiction, The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. And Romance, we have The Tourist Attraction by Sarah Morgenthaler. All right, sounds good. So I think that you'll probably get a very well-rounded look at Alaska. That's right, from all the sides. <laughs> from all the sides. And you can see where you do and don't want to go when you go visit Alaska. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Springs, all right, that other place. Don't yeah, <laughs> don't go in the winter. And Right. It would, I think it really would be hard there in the winter though. All I that think darkness. so with that many hours. Yeah. Yeah. That would be tough. That would be tough. Alaska is only for tough people. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. That's a whole different breed of people. Yeah. Whole different breed. Oof. So, well, thank you, Sheila, for giving me the uh, challenge of looking for some books for you from Alaska. I hope you enjoy them. I will. I can't wait to get started. Yes. And I will um, look forward to hearing about them. Perfect. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escapes podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and maybe would like some more Literary Escape book recommendations, then come check out the Literary Escape Society. We're a community of travelers who love books or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.